Welcome to Victorious Living. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, though your faith is tried with fire, with various and many temptations and situations, might be found in these situations, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus is looking for something that's going to make him happy when he comes to see you. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us faith and its companions working together. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares faith and its companions working together. That's what, what I just said. Without this enduring kind of faith. Now, if you want to know somebody in the Bible that had it a real, a lot of people did, but, but someone that we can mention had a lasting, enduring faith through many trials, many tests, uh, was the Apostle Paul. He had an enduring faith that he could sing in the jailhouse and not know what was going to happen to him the next morning when they came in and got him out or whatever they were going to do. He had an enduring faith in God. He's the one who wrote all of those wonderful scriptures that we quote, that we incorporate into our confessions of faith. The man wrote it, but that's not just all that he did. The man lived it. The apostle Paul lived it. So when we, when we get slouchy, I mean, you know what slouchy means. When we get slouchy with our faith, we are asking our, let me back up. We are opening the door for Satan to move in on us. And he's like a termite. He won't come in all at once and eat everything you got up in the hour and leave. Little by little by little, things begin to happen. Collectively, things begin to happen in our life. So without this enduring, never ceasing faith, a Christian could easily and do easily give in to temptations to doubt and unbelief. Okay, let me read in 1 Peter. I'm going to go to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7. And look what Peter had to say about faith. 1 Peter 1, 7. Oh, that one's out. 1 Peter 1, 7. He said in that seventh verse that the trial, T-R-I-A-L, define trial. Now, it's not like in a courtroom. Trial, define it. Somebody define it for me. A trial is that you're being tried. There's something that's trying you. There's something that has come to try you. And so here Peter writes and says that the trial of your faith. Now look here, look, look how God sees your faith. We all in this room tonight say, I, oh, pastor, I want to please God. 
and I've got my hand up with you. I want to please God. Well, the Bible tells us how to do it. The Bible tells us the companions that goes along with faith. The Bible's got the answer. Amen. And so that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold, that's more precious. Your faith is more precious to God than gold is to you. How precious would it be to have, you know, your, your closet stacked with gold bars? Your faith is more precious to God than that. So if, if faith is that precious to God, and I love God, and we do, and uh, we, uh, we, we want to receive from God, then we got to understand that faith is precious to God, it's precious in the sight of God. It's so precious that Enoch had so much of it, God said, I won't see him. And took him right on up there to be with him. Amen. So he said, the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire. And this word here, talking about the trial of your faith, it refers to the various and many temptations and situations that will confront your life along the way. And we all got some of those that happens along the way. You know, when we, when we talk about faith, we, we're not talking about a, a life that's free from these things coming against us. No, we've got faith because God knew they were gonna come. And so he gave us something to combat that and to use to win over that. And so it's, it's precious. This faith is precious to God. And he said uh, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, though your faith is tried with fire, with various and many temptations and situations might be found in these situations, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus is looking for something that's gonna make him happy when he comes to see you. He's not gonna take a wash rag and wash your face and say, you poor thing, you, you've had a hard time and you've you sweated out a lot of things, so I'm gonna wipe your brow. No, no, precious. Are you understanding me? Precious, that, that uh, to be tried with fire or to be tried with the various and many temptations and situations that your faith in that might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now, here's the question. Do I want to please God in this lifetime? Y'all can answer that. But do I much more want to please God when he comes, comes after us. So you see, we're not, we're not giving up one for the other. We want to be pleasing to God as we walk in this life. And then when it happens, we want it to be to his praise and his honor and his glory, the faith that he gave me to use while I was here on this earth. And Enoch had it so, so well, so good, Back in the Old Testament, not even born again, 
Enoch had it so well that God said, I want to see this man face to face. Wow. Man, that's a life. I'm telling you folks, that is a life. That is a life that has been lived well where Enoch was, was concerned. Enoch had this enduring faith along life's way. And then at the, that when Jesus took him up, that faith that he endured every situation and circumstance with, God was so pleased that God took him up. It was precious to God, this, this, uh, this faith that Enoch had. Amen. And so with us. Okay, now let's go over in the New Testament. Uh, well, we were there anyway. Go to Luke. Go back to Luke chapter 6 verse 47. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that here. Luke 47. Whosoever, and uh, whosoever, we've come to understand whosoever. Who is whosoever? Are you, are we, and whosoever? Would we be included in whosoever? So that means then, and he's talking to me. And that means he's talking to you. You say, well, I've heard all that before. I know, I know how smart people are. I know that, but it's, let me say it again. It's really easy to let things slip. Okay, okay, let me go. Whosoever comes to me, this is Jesus' words. Whosoever comes to me, and heareth my sayings, excuse me, heareth my sayings, but he didn't quit there. That's not the end of the sentence. What, what, is, what does the sentence say? Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, he didn't put the period there. What, where did he put the period? Whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, well, you know, I believe the Bible. You pray that I'll be doing some of it someday. No, 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 no. Nobody can pray that. It's a, it's a choice. It's a choice that we make, that God's people make. It's a choice. It's a choice in what we do with it. Whosoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. So now he's, God is, uh, Jesus is painting a portrait of me. He's painting a portrait of you. He's painting a portrait of his people. And this is what he says. Whosoever, how many whosoever's? Now I know that y'all have heard that. I've heard that, I don't know how many times over the last 40 some odd years. Whosoever, we all in this room are whosoever's. Whosoever heareth, so that he's talking to me and he's talking to you. Whosoever heareth, whosoever comes to me and heareth or hears my sayings and does them, I'm gonna show you. He said, I will show you to whom this man is like. Now he's gonna paint us a picture of how he, this man will be in the trials of life. Watch it. He said, and I will show you to whom he is like. 
He's like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Now God's about to tell, Jesus is about to tell us something here. And when the flood arose, he didn't say if it did. He said when it does. He said, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house. He's talking about the man. On that house, he calls the man the house. He said the, the, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it. Why? It was founded on the rock. Who is the rock? It's Jesus, amen. On this solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Sing it for me, John. Work with him a little bit when you get home on that singing. <laughs> Okay, now notice what it said. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, beat vehemently. It didn't just beat on the house, it beat vehemently. If you ever felt like you have been vehemently beat up in life? Huh? You ever felt that way? You know, if you it's our hope that today's message, Faith and its Companions Working Together, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free copy of today's message, please request offer number three. Today's special offer number is three. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.